We each live in the shadow of a personal apocalypse. Hi there, welcome back to another episode of Escape from Precinct 13. You're here with Paul, that's me. And today we're going to be talking about the Robert Rodriguez classic from 1995, Desperado. So, yes, um, I just want to go over some issues I've had with the podcast recently. Uh, Number one being, I accidentally deleted my first podcast, so I had to re-upload it, but it, it's missing like about 10 minutes at the start, including the intro. Secondly, the last podcast I did about Spider-Man Far From Home, the intro is now gone, because I didn't realise when I'd uploaded it, it had the crackly effect all the way through it. Which is a pain in the ass. So I took it down and realised it didn't have the actual normal audio saved. So I've just put that on there and it just doesn't have an in-row, basically. Yeah. Sometimes that's the problem when you're recording. On these, these. Sometimes you don't put them back. But yeah, the Chromebook, it does that from time to time. I don't know why. So... Yes, yeah, yeah. I think that's it, really. Um, I know this is l- the gap's probably been the same length of time from the last one, probably a week. But I don't know. Not that I'm being put off by doing these. I just kind of wanted a break and stuff from not getting worked up about it. And Desperado is one of my favorite films, so going back to that concept of you know talk about the movies that you're really passionate about um i absolutely love this movie i adore it um i think i still think it's robert robert rodriguez's best work uh, it's it's funny memories of this uh, i was four came out in 95 obviously i wasn't old enough to say it uh, how old have I been then? Seven, I think, yeah. So, I remember, I remember going, like, food grocery shopping with my my mum and my um, nana. Well, grandma, anyone that doesn't understand. And uh, Asda Walmart for the Americans is... I've just used to have, like, videos at the checkout aisles. And sometimes they're like six or seven pound. And I remember just seeing the front cover and recognizing um, Antonio Banderas on the front cover. And this was like probably like two, three years after the fact. Yeah, it was probably I was probably ten to be honest. Uh, maybe it's nine. And I just picked it up. And I looked at the cover and I was just 
No, I just sucked in by it. And I recognised Antonio Banderas from Zorro. It must have been 98 because that's when Zorro came out. And I thought, ah, oh, looks cool, the cover and stuff. And so, so I, I, want, I, I managed to get uh, get a boat for me, even though it had a big 18 stamped on the front of the box. And I took it home that afternoon. Uh, it would have been a Thursday, if I remember. And I just sat there as a kid and just blown away by it. Obviously, the kid, it's the guns and it's like, oh, it's violent and look at this. And there's a guy carrying a guitar and it's a guitar case full of guns and all that type of thing. But now, as I've got older and more and more of it's just the film itself just uh, I love the look of it the sound the setting um, it's he does flashes Robert Rodriguez does flashes of this in From Dusk Till Dawn like the way the shots and stuff uh, case in point when Banderas sh shoots um, he shoots someone in I think it's in the face and then the blood splatters all over his face but it and it's kind of does like a a shot where it's like slow and it like but it cuts you can see it's like two frames it's still the same and from Dusk Till Dawn with um, George Clooney when he stabs one of the vampires with a stick like he twists it that's exactly the same shot. Uh, they're not obviously related in any sense, um, but they've got the Rodriguez stamp on them. So, anyways, I'll run down a bit of the plot. Uh, film intro is fantastic. I love the intro. Film starts. Steve Buscemi walks into a bar. It kind of sounds like the beginning of a joke, but it's not. Steve Buscemi walks into a bar, probably a seedy bar, it's in Mexico, and Cheech Marin's serving behind the bar, and Robert Rodriguez's cousin is, obviously he's a patron of the bar, but um, he's Tito Lariva, I think he's called, he's from Tito and Tranchan Band, and yes, anyways, um, Steve Buscemi's you know, telling the story about how he witnessed a massacre in another bar, and he's he's going. It's the way he says it. Um, is he's like, yeah, it was a bar like this, and it was full of low lives. And he's looking around the bar, and like all the people at the bar are looking up, like, is this fucking dickhead talking about me? And Steve Buscemi's like quick to go, oh no, 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 not like this bar, not some class acts like you guys, you've got here. <laughs> just say like fucking class acts. And the whole scene, it's just, ah, it's hilarious. So he's he's telling the story about how um, he's came into contact with El Mariachi, which is Antonio Banderas' character, about how seeing them just massacre an entire bar. And he's looking for somebody. Now, He's talking to the two guys, yeah. Cheech, yeah. 
Future's just having on a bit just drinking his beer behind the ball. Like, yeah, yeah, full of shit. And he, for shame, he's, he's, like I say, he's teeing them up. And he says, oh, I think he said he was looking for someone called Bitch. And I didn't even look. And he says, Butcho. Yeah, Butcho, that's right. And then the faces are like changing, like, oh shit. And Butcho is like the main villain. He's their boss, he runs that town. <laughs> and then they stop pressing Steve Buscemi for more um, info. Oh, did you see his eyes? Because when Buscemi's telling the story, he tells it like he can't see Antonio Banderas' face. It's all shrouded in shadow, and it just like the lights just dim for him perfectly. And it sounds like he's in love with him or something. But yeah. Uh, he just says, oh, he was the biggest fucking Mexican I've ever seen. Laying it on thick, as he tells Banderas after this scene. So, I think, and then, like, he says, Cheech says, I'll give you another beer on the house if you can tell me what he looked like. Bishemi just, nah, I don't want that on my conscience, and he's, he just walks out. <laughs> Pat someone about and says, "I think he's coming this way. See you guys later." And then the film intro starts with uh, Los. Is it Los Lobos? Yes, playing um, the El Mariachi theme, which I fucking love, uh, with Antonio Banderas. And I always get confused because the guy who he's having the flashback scene, I thought it was meant to be a young Bucho, but he's like fat and white, and Bucho is. Uh, he's meant to be like Mexican but obviously you found it out now uh, it's to do with the original which is El Mariachi which is Moco who's another mafia boss so gang boss sorry so I kind of thought oh wait well it isn't the same guy so <clears throat> I'm pleased about that so yeah Bashemi wakes him up and tells him like, oh, he butchers here in this town. So, alright. Uh, he says, oh, you might want to start that bar and asking questions. Just don't turn into a fucking bloodbath. Which, he goes to the bar. Um, there's a nice scene where Banderas meets a little kid. He's playing acoustic guitar, but he's not very good at it. <coughs> The weight seems to be off in it, and Banderas says, Oh, well, I'll damn, practice what I've taught you, and then we'll come back and we'll play it properly together. <coughs> Excuse me. So, yes. Um, but I'll wait. Before that, just before that, Tarantino gets his um, cameo in tells this ridiculous joke <clears throat> which I've used before years and years ago mind I wouldn't use it now it's just it's an elongated story about pissing in a glass and then it's funny the way he tells us because it's Tarantino so <clears throat> yeah Tarantino gets his little cameo <clears throat> and then he gets took to the back something to do with illegal business back rooms and stuff and there's a Tantino gets tucked through to this secret room which is in a fucking out of order toilet that's covered in shit uh, it's disgusting 
But then uh, Mariachi turns up at the ball. And uh, is obviously not asking about um, his butcher around. And they don't, like, they're like, oh, it's in the guitar case. Because I've heard the story, the guitar case full of guns. He's like, my guitar? No, they won't mind if I take a look. So a couple of goons grab the guitar, put the gun in the bandera's head, and throw the case on the floor. And you open it, it's a guitar on the top. <coughs> He's like, Banderas is like, see, see, I told you. And you just hear the creaking of the guitar case, and it's actually a false um, guitar on top. It just, that folds up, and it's got guns underneath, and I have this massive shootout. Um, one of the best parts of the film, <clears throat> just the way it's shot, and it's just continuously going on, it's moving fast. And then, uh, the scene where one of the goons and banderas are running out of bullets and they keep picking up guns to shoot people and then banderas just snaps the guy's neck because he's like I'm not playing this Russian roulette shit <clears throat> yeah so Danny Trio comes in he's like a independent hitman but the main villain Butcho doesn't know what he looks like doesn't know who he's going after. He's been sent in by like the head of that entire organization. So he ends up saying, um, he's got the throw knives. So he ends up getting mariachi or a couple. And he ends up in general falling back down to a, um, into like an alleyway. And so, uh, Butcho obviously. He's Tells people to hunt down the man dressed in black. Now, Mariachi gets help from Caroline, Carolina, that's how they say it, not Carolina, who is played by um, Salma Hayek, which I think she's like 19, 20 in this. Uh, and she, like, she takes him in, like, picks up his injuries and stuff, and Danny True is still stomping around this little town. Looking, I think he's looking fine. You want to kill, to be honest. Crazy man. Yeah. Uh, so, yes, he. Is that what happened? I'm getting confused. No. That comes later on. So. Exit. It's it's not. I think it's little cuts and stuff. He's not injured. He gets more fucked up later on. But Pashemi obviously convinces him to give up his, you know, his quest for blood and stuff. Just leave it because you you're gonna die. And that's when. Um. Mariachi comes, out, and then Dinatrio turns up, throws the knives, kills Pashemi's character, and severely wounds. Mariachi again. And then <laughs> Butcher's men arrive at the scene in an armored fucking limo. And they kill their Danny Trio. And it turns out he's a hit nam named Navajas sent by the Colombians to kill Antonio Banderas. <clears throat> Excuse me. 
So you find out that this kid earlier on who had the guitar is actually full of, I believe it's cocaine, and that's why he can't play it properly. He ends up telling Bandera, like, oh, the, this guy comes and then he, he swaps it, swaps the guitar with another one that he gets from a guy in a car. And Banderas knows that it's a drug. No, it's just, just to do a drug deal. That's how they do it. Underhanded sort of thing. So Banderas confronts the... But it's just a nice little added scene. He confronts the the boy's father and says, like, you know, you need to stop this shit. And he pulls a gun on him. And this is then play the guitar, sort of thing. You know, he's just looking after him. Well, I think he doesn't want to see him because this this town is fucking horrendous. And going back to the scene earlier on, where like I think it's four American women tourists turn up, and just like your your beers, your manners are disgusting. Your beer tastes like piss. <laughs> That's because we piss in it. <laughs> it's like, oh, great. And it looks like piss. It's, it's called Chango, I think it is. And it even says piss warm Chango. It's like, yeah, it's lovely. Yeah, I'm sure we wanted some piss warm Chango. <clears throat> and the film just looks hot and sweaty. And it's like the old um, Italian westerns. Now you just like, you feel, you just feel the heat. <clears throat> it flies, it's sweat, just pouring on people's faces. It looks like it's like 45 degrees. <clears throat> and well, when I watch it, it's, you always feel thirsty, like you need a drink. <clears throat> but anyways, um, she goes back to Carolina. And he finds out that Butcher was paid for a bookstore. Because Butcher has always been after uh, Carolina, but she wants nothing to do with him. Uh, and I believe this is Salma Hayek's first American film. Uh, I think major American motion picture. I think. <clears throat> but yes, he ends up now. Banderas finds out that she's you know been taking money off him. And she has a go at him because she's like, it's it keeps me preoccupied because I know all the shit that goes on in the town and the bookstore. I don't think anyone buys the bookstore, but it's kind of like it's a way out for her in her mind, sort of thing. So she's basically like she's sewing him up and stuff, and then Butcher comes in and she pushes Banderas off the counter. And he's like hiding behind the counter of his gun, half stitched up. And then Butcho pisses off and she gives El Mariachi a new guitar. And he plays a bit for her, and then uh, they end up making sweet love, man. Sweet love. <clears throat> And the cuts to the complete opposite. Butcho is lying in bed with a prostitute. And he's just having the worst time of his life. He's just not even bothered. And then he ends up blowing smoke. 
and her face and mouth. Because then he realises that Carolina has lied to him. And he's going to kill both of them. So, yes. Uh, this butcher sends men arrive in the, in the morning. Carolina's singing. But her eyes are shut and she's singing on the guitar. And Bandera sees the shadows of the men walking past. And he's got these two guns trained on them. And ends up being another little gunfight, and then they throw themselves onto another building. And then, uh, interesting scene Banderas gets a clear shot at Bucho, but doesn't pull the trigger. And you're kind of like, well, first time watching, well, why? Why wouldn't you kill him? So then the two, <coughs> the two take, the two. The two of them take sort of like refuge in another hotel somewhere just while the uh, Banderas gets in touch with his men. Just a couple of friends, Campa and Quino. Uh, they've <laughs> they've got uh, guitar cases as well, but they're all they've got like unique about them. Um, one of them, he's got two guitar cases, but they're like full of machine guns. Like, not full machine guns, they are machine guns. So he holds them up, keeps his finger on the trigger, and just they shoot. And the other one has like a little rocket launcher where he flips it on his shoulder and the rocket flies out. I just thought it was pretty cool, niche. Typical Rodriguez. Yeah. But it works. This is where the kind of throwback is to these over the top um, exploitation movies. I always like Rodriguez. Um, not all of his films, but he just always has that thing about him. He just looks cool as fuck. Like, I can imagine working, like, on a film is... Uh, he'd... Professional, but I think he'd be, like... Nah, laid back. So, they have this massive fight at the end, edge of town, which sounds like a total cop. Like, total cop. Oh, just to quickly... Edge of town, we'll all meet up. So... All have a big f- gun battle. Everyone dies practically, apart from Bandera. Uh, Banderas. These two friends die, yeah. and the kid who had the guitar was actually in the middle of it, and he's been wounded. Banderas rushes into hospital with Carolina, and then after the drop off the hospital, they both head to Bucho's compound to confront him. And then you find out that Bucho and El Mariachi are brothers brothers well obviously watching this when you're a kid you don't pay attention to any of this and then when I got older I thought are they really brothers or is it just him saying that well they are brothers and it's weird because butchers like I'll forgive you if I knew it was my own fucking kid bro I would have stopped but then butchers I'll let you live if you kill Carolina Mariachi just has the two guns on the springs on his arms and then ends up shooting. You just see a shot of Bandera shooting towards the camera and then it fades. And then the, the hospital visiting on the kid. So you never actually see them have a shootout. Which. I don't know. 
I don't know if there was budgets or that's the way it was meant to be cut, but I would have liked to have seen that in uh, some form or another. It's the actual end fight. You know, you think you would get something like that. So, yes. Mm. Just try to find the script. Um, but it's just more of a transcript of literally what people see in the film. I was trying to find the actual script of Desperado. But apparently, you've got to pay for it. So, these would have been in a public domain. I don't know. Odd. But, anyways, yes, they visit the kid in the hospital. And the kid starts there, and the man actually leaves, and he's walking down the road by himself with his guitar case. And then Carolina, striding a little jeep, and he catches up. The man actually leaves his guitar case with his weapons and drive away. And then he returns back up and picks up the car, guitar case, and he says, "Just in case." So. Yeah, um, so that's where it ends, but, yeah, like I say, uh, this is film, it's a simple premise, it's a tale of revenge, but it's, the soundtrack, uh, I love the music in this, it's just that. The guitar, just the strumming. Yeah. Got some great lines in it. But, uh, characters rememberable. Uh, even things that cross over, like when the guitar case opens, you see Sex Machine, the character from from Dustal Dawn. You see his gun crotch um, strap on thing in, in the case. Yeah. But yeah, um, it's it's really good. Uh, if you enjoy that, enjoy that type of thing. It's it's one of the films I can always go back to. Uh, I believe it's only on Blu-ray here in the UK, but it's in a steelbook format, which I picked up cheap from Zavi, I believe. Um, doing a quick check online yeah yeah can't seem to get it on yeah amazon but they're doing like a cheap knockoff um el margachi trilogy uh, i do have once upon a time in mexico uh that was a hmv exclusive i picked that up before they had the old one bust angle well they didn't go bust but you know but I still think I'm just gonna check Zavi right now. I still think you can pick it up on Zavi.com. And let's have a look. That's oh yeah. Apparently you can't now. Uh, it's sold out, and they're selling it for seventeen ninety nine. Jeez, yeah. lovely steelbook as well. It's a the Mexican um, sugar skull. It's got a guitar on it. Uh, 
the guns. It's got the eyes are like the six shooter gun barrels. It's got roses. One of the uh, tooth in the front of the mouth is like a bullet. On the back, it's got roses. Um, what's how much it's gone on eBay? See things like this. It was only limited to two thousand. So people snap them up. Yeah, people are charging practically uh, same price for it, even more. Just glad I picked it up when I did. To be honest, it's region free. Yeah, uh, see, I miss films like this. Yeah, I miss Banderas being in main roles too. He, I'll, uh, I really like him as an actor. I just it feels like he did, he's straight to DVD these days. Very odd. I, I always find it odd like when people are at the height of their powers in what they do acting wise or whatever, and suddenly they get shunned aside to straight to DVD. I mean, looking Nicolas Cage, John Travolta, uh, Bruce Willis, Banderas. Yeah. They all seem to do it. But. I don't know. But yeah, like. A, a film just over an, an hour and a half that breezes by. Kick ass soundtrack. Great action. It's fun. Uh, like say eye candy for men and women good lines uh, rewatchable very rewatchable in my opinion it just reminds me of a time when movies were uh, great and there was no bullshit around them yeah uh, if you ain't really into that sort of stuff just get it done as I would say uh, Banderas yeah is it Banderas's defining role he's not really doesn't well he doesn't have a lot to say he doesn't really need a lot to say but one of his better roles um, Salma Hayek well obviously then she did from the still done after this and I've always liked Salma Hayek. Yeah. Funny, the everyone goes on about Drive and the Scorpion, but I don't think people realise that Desperado had the Scorpion before uh, that. The Scorpion logo before um, Drive, whereas Drive seemed to incorporate it as if it's theirs. But it wasn't. Yeah, I've just typed in right Desperado, Scorpion jacket, and it comes up Drive jacket, Scorpion, and it's all on the back. But no, they definitely had it first. So that's kind of thing. Uh, I feel this is a much better film than Drive. Drive for me gets too much praise, and I'm not really massively into it as people go on about. I do own it, but give me fucking Desperado any day of the week, of the year. 
Yes. Uh, probably won't get remade. Hopefully not. Original El Mariachi. Uh, um, it's alright. Uh, it was just Robert Rodriguez starting off. Once Upon a Time in Mexico, I do like. I'm not up to the desperate understanding. But, yeah. See, yeah. It's just one of those things. Now, what will that, what's me, what am I going to talk about next? Because I've got a week off work soon and I'll probably not podcast that week this week that week so what I'll do is I'll maybe record two coming up and then I'll put them on a schedule and then they will release automatically which is good good thing <coughs> um ideas always seem to not stroll because I've had a load I can talk about it but when you're doing this by yourself, you're kind of just talking to yourself, talking to people that aren't there. Yeah. <clears throat> so, I What to do? What to do? Pfft. I'll think of something. I always will. Enthusiasm, my friends. Enthusiasm. So... Yeah, later on I'll be heading out, uh, going to watch um, Jack Bauer, aka Kiefer Sutherland, uh, playing in concert uh, at the Sage and Gated. So that should be cool. Um, bit of blues, bit of country. Uh, I'm into that sort of thing, anyways. Plus, it's I like getting the quirky people that you wouldn't think you expect to see in concert I've seen Steam Seagal it's the same place actually so this will be another one like a movie actor that's branched into music and actually he's released his second album earlier this year and I've listened to it quite a bit and it's actually surprising surprisingly well um, his first album was so alright but this one's more he's learned his craft he's knows what works and what doesn't and I'm kind of looking forward to it yeah just a nice chilled out uh, gig so yeah um, hope everyone has a cracking weekend week coming up whatever you're doing wherever you may be and I'll speak to you soon man see you on the other side hey hey